0: Welcome back to burst and bloom podcast episode number six and as always i'm so happy that you came back yay all right this uh next well this one here that you're going to listen to we actually started out in starbucks cafe and we'll explain a little bit about why we're there and not somewhere else but i was getting just tweaked out When we were in Starbucks, I could hear every noise. It was totally amplified in my mind and in my ears. And I said, okay, girl, we got to get out of here. So we had to move into the car. And it became like a car date. You know, like, remember back in high school when you didn't really have a safe place to to be alone and talk? So you had to hang out in the car? Well, that was me and Karen. We got to know each other pretty darn quick. Uh, It was a great conversation. I... I have so much to tell you about Karen but first of all I just want to jump right in so we can get that kind of Starbucks part over with all right see you in a moment all right I am sitting in the Starbucks coffee shop with Karen Clausen. hi Karen hello hi So, can you tell me, uh, I'm sitting, I was sitting here perusing your Instagram and your website and getting a taste of your background and things like that, got me thinking, what is her workspace like? Why aren't we there? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: a good question. And I wondered if that would come up. Uh Uh-huh. Because I am getting ready for a show. Okay. And it's... Crazy. Uh-huh. My workspace is crazy right now, and there's a point in my work when I don't want it public. Okay. I just need it, it's very like, I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about it, I don't know how I feel about the work, it's in all stages of completion, and so, yeah, that's why we're here.
0: Well that makes <laughs> sense, yeah, it's, very, it's in a private space right now, it yeah. just needs to something you need to work with and you don't want eyes on it, you don't want to even think about what other people might be seeing. Right, and sometimes one little
1: comment, and it can be a positive comment, it doesn't even, I'm not even talking about um, negative or any other kind of critical comments, sometimes even one comment that's just meant as something good can totally throw me off for a few days. I totally
0: so, get that. Yeah, yeah. A big kind of down for the first part, anyway. Okay, that I I remember that happening to me before actually. And... So I went on to ask Karen a little bit more about her studio space, which happens to be their garage, and she shares with her partner, who is also a painter. Man, I'd like to be a fly on the wall in that room, right? Two painters, how do they get along? Well, one big rule in the studio is there are no comments allowed. So not good and not bad unless somebody asks you for your opinion or your observations. That's a good rule to have and it's one I follow anytime I go into an artist's space. Unless they ask me, I don't say anything because it's like a sensitive spot. We want to communicate directly with the work and we don't want other influences in our mind clouding up our own judgment. So there's that. Karen uh, has been working in the arts community for a long time. She's graduated from ACAD with a Bachelor of Design in Illustration. She's been a professional illustrator and has gotten herself out there throughout North America. Her work, I believe, is going to go big and far because it's striking, it's uh, creative and unique. It's got a beautiful style to it that just resonates with me. It's got a lot of magic. You should go check out her website or Instagram, karenklaassen.com. So she has some wonderful images up there. And we actually talk about one of them and how she created it in some good detail. So you get a wonderful insight into how she thinks about painting. Also, we talk about the challenges of work and then personal challenges which are just as important and how she tackled that slaying the dragon of resistance through some self-investment and she's really courageous I had a wonderful time with her in our uh, car date and she's got a show coming up in May you'll have to go to her site to get more details about that because it's at at a Clausen gallery Christine Clausen gallery And no, apparently she's not related. I'm like, are you sure? All right. Let's take it away with Karen, because she says everything just so much more eloquently than I do. We're talking a little bit about the challenges. Some of the questions ask you what your challenges are Mm -hmm. that you've conquered. In the past, so you gave us a good picture of, you know, going into school and what got you into a and then where you worked. Now North North Mount, Pleasant? North Mount Pleasant, yeah, yeah, which only the most talented artists work at. <laughs> Do you work there? No, I never did. I was like, oh, that's where all the good artists
1: go. My friend runs it now, and it's I love. I still love that place. It's yeah. so magical. Yeah. yeah,
0: I know. Shout out to Jody Williams. Yeah, Jody. <laughs> Fantastic. So, what are some of the challenges that you have conquered over your time as uh, in this trip of being an artist?
1: Hmm. It has been, a lot's changed in the industry since I've started. So You I mean,
0: said something about being bored with your work.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's that about? How many years, I, I I forget the exact point. I mean, I'm always like a little bit kind of bored with it. Not not always, but I, I always want to look at it really cr- critically. Mm-hmm. Am I doing the same thing over and over? Am I just repeating myself? Am I, <laughs> am I just... You know, a Xerox machine of my own work.
0: Um, Your work looks nothing like that, by the way.
1: Oh, that's a relief. That's yes, <laughs> that's a relief. That's absolutely good. not. Um, yeah, a few years ago, I just felt like I was... I don't remember the exact time frame, but five, six years ago or something. I just felt like I had a formula. Like a, a job would come in, and then I would do A, B, C, and D, and then I would make a Karen Clausen, and then mm-hmm. the, you know the client was happy and everything. What's but wrong with that? I didn't. There was no. Uh, there were no surprises in the process. There were no. There was no magic in it anymore. Okay. Okay. So I just needed to change things.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so yeah, I just got really bored with it, and so then I. I didn't drastically change things because you, when you do that, you have to, you, your clients are kind of like, what are you, what's going on? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I've just been tweaking things over time. Um, just so, and maybe people don't even notice, but it's for me, uh-huh. it's because I still need to make the things and I love what I do and I, and I want to remain interested in what I do forever. Right. So I don't want to just bake a cake send it out. Right.
0: You cake. got the recipe. Yeah. This
1: recipe works. Yeah. I'm going to do this cake. Yeah. That is like death,
0: death for you. Death. Okay. Absolute death. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well then you're definitely more in the realm of like that whole fine art because that's something that artists are always kind of trying to do I think versus a craft. Mm. Whereas you're trying to really master a method. Yeah. And just keep that consistency not to say crafters don't challenge themselves and change it up Mm -hmm. right but it's all in the mastery of that method yeah I hope somebody calls me and tells me I'm wrong
1: (laughs) (laughs) well there's I'm sure that there are all kinds like there is that Mm -hmm. and then there are also those people who want to really master their craft yet also have their own voice in there, and then there's those who really want more emphasis on their voice, and you know, like it just yeah.
0: Well, I love hearing to between. me that's that's a way to uh, slay the dragon of resistance. Mm. Uh, for you, that's what I hear is okay. I need to change things up, but if I change it too much, I'm gonna lose my clients. So I'm just gonna tweak it. I'm gonna kind of do it so it makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I'll explore my methods but not lose my clients. And that's beautiful because I do opposite of that. I just like, okay, I'm working with encaustics now. Screw acrylics. I just like totally just throw it all out the door and I'm moving on. And maybe I'll go back and explore that. But nobody who collects work appreciates that except for me, right? I love doing it. Do you,
1: do you think, I, I I feel like there are those people who support the artist's journey.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't matter if they're sculpting or if they're painting or if they're drawing. Oh, sure. They might like you know? my my Instagram. But those ones who are buying my cityscapes are not buying my encaustic hearts. Do you know what I mean? Right. And we so. we
1: just have to not let that stop us from, you know. And I'm not doing, when I said I was bored with it, I didn't need to do a 180. Yeah. I just needed to change things up, right? Mm-hmm. There are this the things I still love. I love mark making, I love texture, I love um, that perfect mark, mm-hmm. I love being surprised when something unexpected happens, so having processes that create uh,
0: unpredictable results Okay. is yeah. a good thing, you I know? I totally uh, relate to your work so much because I, I when I worked with mixed media and doing I was working with old photos and posting up. And then I came across yours well, like once on Instagram. I was like, oh, my God, this woman is a genius. <laughs> well, wow, thank you. I might as well stop working right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it really
0: blew me away. Like when I saw some of this, uh, this work. And, I, again, I can't really decide which is illustration and which is fine art. It doesn't matter to me. But... Uh, I was wondering if there was any one of these that you would be willing and open to describing maybe your process of working? Oh, sure. Okay, maybe yeah. I'll let you, you pick one. It, and it kind of changes. It.
1: Yeah, well, let me... Because um, some of this is sketchbook work, in which case I just bring a sketchbook with me wherever, or I work in my studio in my sketchbook. Okay. Um Let's see process i'll I'll use this one because this one had a lot I was experimenting a lot so this is um, a three by four foot painting on panel and I used a friend as my model I, u- I try to i used to try and find images online of um figure reference or model reference and then use that but I just really didn't have an attachment to that so for my fine art work, I choose to shoot models whereas for my illustration work I will use a stock photo or something because it's just quick and it I don't need to have that connection to the person so
0: so you take photos of models for your fine art work
1: yeah yeah so I have model shoots and I take the reference that I need to take
0: and is it a theme that you're deciding on for Mm the shoot yeah oh
1: yeah so ahead of time like for the body of work I'm making right now I knew what I wanted to create and so how this last these last model shoots went is that I had um, a mood board or you know like Pinterest boards of different poses and different ideas that I was going to try and I had each model, I only had one at a time, one per day, but each model kind of run through several of the same poses. They each did the same poses, but they'll, they're each, they'll each, you know, they're each different. They're each unique women who will um, bring something, bring something of their own to it. So then I have just tons of shots um, that I can choose from. And so they are all aimed at, or I'm trying to get at the theme with body language and with expression, and um, I'm really interested in how, what we do with our bodies, how we move our bodies, how we pose ourselves, communicates. The gesture. The gesture, and it can be so, it can be subtle. It can be this little thing. Where your hand is just a certain way, and all of a mm-hmm. sudden it's more aggressive or it's calmer, or you know, just these little things I'm really interested in exploring with how we communicate nonverbally, right. so, yeah, I have, I've been um, so fit- this one here, mm-hmm.
0: it's two women kind of back to back, hmm. Did they yeah. pose like that?
1: No, this is the same woman. I just oh, posed okay. her differently.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you, sh- you obviously sh- there wasn't two of her in the in the photo. Or do you mm-hmm. work with it in Photoshop and then? Yeah. Paint.
1: For, in this case, I did. Yeah. Okay. So in this case, I had a shoot with her, and then th- these are supposed to be. This is um from um, uh, Grimm's Fairy Tales. I'm trying to remember Ooh. the name. name. It is two sisters that are rose red and oh no briar rose and rose red or something i kind okay. of forget now it's been a while but um so one's really fair one has dark hair yeah and so it's the same model and um i would i did compose it in photoshop in this case so i did make an, a photo reference of her okay and um I I you print it out
0: or work from a screen?
1: Yeah, I print it out. Mm -hmm. Um, And I used to, my process has changed a little bit. I used to just make a print and then not really worry about color correcting that print. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I've changed my painting process where that color print needs to be the the color that I want the painting to be. Yeah,
0: interesting. I've kind of tried that with light. Trying to really find the light and the dark,
1: yeah,
0: and doing that work in like, on the computer first, Mm -hmm. and it's just another way to explore and think about it and visualize it. Yeah, it's like another step. Yeah. Before you go to the canvas, it it can totally change again in the canvas. Mm -hmm. For me, but but that initial thought, knowing it's like more time to process the work, right?
1: Yep, absolutely, and just figure out what you're going to focus on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I took some silk screening classes, and the reason I loved it so much is that it slows you down. You have There are certain steps in silk screening where it's like you just have to do this thing, and it's annoying, and it's kind of laborious, and it's yeah. sort of, um, I don't know, it's just a bit tedious.
0: Yeah, the but lining up. Lining
1: up and being exact about things, but during that time you're thinking about what you're going to be making yeah and you don't just make anything because it takes so long (laughs) right (laughs) so I thought that was a really interesting process Uh because everything I could do is so fast you know I could just paint and then if it doesn't work I just paint over it again I don't really have to think about it but with screen printing it's no, if you don't think about it, you're that's gonna a- be mad. That's actually <laughs> yeah. why
0: I went. When I went to Aiket, I took textile arts. Oh, nice! I learned how to weave and silkscreen and like all the stuff that's slow and laborious and so much time. Like patterns, making patterns, like repeat patterns and stuff was totally against how my brain worked. But I'm like, you are going to <laughs> learn some stuff. <steps. laughs> you're gonna learn how to slow, slow down. down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so true. I mean, I, I left it like, but it's still it's part of your training, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, and to know that, to know a different way of working, mm-hmm. I find so beneficial. How to be fast, how to be slow, how to be you know spontaneous, how to be methodical. Those can all come in, at, at different times during Fantastic. The practice. Fantastic. Practice.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so keep explaining. What did you, you figure it out? in, uh, the computer, Mm -hmm. your color,
1: not my color. Okay. Just in for this one, it was just the model's poses. Okay. And, um, and then I worked on, uh, I put the kitchen sink into this. So I did some screening, uh, of pattern. I did this big, um, Probably like 15 by 15 lino cut of this flower. How big is this painting? It's uh, four feet tall by three feet wide. Get
0: out. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, so I thought, oh, why not make a lino cut? Because I haven't tried that before. So I did that, and I did all kinds of masking where I use tape a lot and mask off shapes.
0: It looks like Paris. Kind of looks like these women from the Bordeaux. Oh, cool.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Like... (laughs) From Moulin Rouge, you know? (laughs) It's yeah, it got splashes of color, their faces turned again you know, away from each other, and those textures and then their costumes look like maybe they're older. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though you haven't specifically put a costume on, but that's what I see. Right. And
1: that's what I was I, I was and I'm always trying to have spaces where you know what's happening and spaces where you don't know what's happening yeah. so much or okay. spaces that are more representational and then spaces that are abstracted and what how you make those work together like how how can i do that exactly uh-huh. um and make it work it's all that's i i think that's the thing that i just chase all the time is how to make representational images and abstraction work together yes I guess that's it (laughs)
0: yeah totally I, I see that in your work there's a looseness but then a beautiful tightness like in the the faces wonderfully representational faces in amongst the looseness so it it works really well thanks yeah uh so what uh today I asked you kind of like what is your biggest challenges today and do you Mentioned prioritizing constant.
1: Mm. Mm Mhm. So that's all. That's a learning. That's something I have to learn and relearn all the time, I guess, or maybe not relearn, but just practice. Um, I have a lot that I want to do. Yeah. And I have a lot of goals, and it's learning how to. So, a few years ago, I would just tip into overwhelm like really easily mm-hmm. really really easily and what does
0: that feel like what does that look like
1: just I don't do anything okay because I'm I feel like there's so much to do so much I want to do that I just do nothing yeah it's just this almost like paralysis
0: I have to do a lot of self-talk mm-hmm. like you're okay that's all right if that didn't get done and
1: yeah, yeah.
0: like that kind of don't freak out yeah it's not going to be perfect. Or yeah, it's
1: fine. It's okay. Just yeah. do do one thing, you yep. know? So I worked a lot on mindset over the past year. Over the past year, I have done a tremendous amount of work on my mindset.
0: Do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
1: Sure. Okay. Do what do you want to know? I don't know. What, what, do you, <laughs> what, what kind of work? Um, so catching certain thought patterns that aren't helpful to mm-hmm. me. Um, recognizing when I'm having a thought pattern or a thought that is not helping or going against what I want to do or not true um so catching that was the first step and then catching it and then changing it and negating that funnily enough like negative thought was kind of the second part of it to the point where they just didn't really pop up anymore
0: yeah uh, and is there anything in particular that's helped you do that? Or is it videos? Is it meditation? Oh, is I had it therapy? a coach. I had coach. a business
1: coach for okay. a year. And um, so I hired her because I wanted her to help me identify places in my business that I could work on. And I was thinking more practical things. Yeah. Like that's why I hired her. A
0: business coach and not a psychologist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Not a psychologist. I was like, I don't
1: need a psychologist. Like, yeah. Whatever. I'm fine. But the funny part is that right away she that she just picked up on. Okay, your language. I need you to pay attention to your language because it is not helping you. So I wow. would I would say things like. I'm trying to remember now. See, I've worked so hard to get him out. And yeah, <laughs> and that's all right if you can't. Like. But it would be like, um, for example, something like, I just, I have so much to do and I don't have enough time. And just this, like, really victim-y, like, whiny yeah. bullshit. Yeah. And she would say, okay, well, you know, you need to be aware of, like, do you do you hear yourself speaking?
0: I need your business coach. <laughs> And so she I do that just... to my partner. I'm like, okay, you're
1: the only one I'm gonna bitch to, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she's, she just taught me so much about that it's just all up here. It's all up here. And, and you can control how, or you can get rid of those thoughts and you can replace them with more empowering ones. And um, yeah, my motivation just went through the roof. And my. My energy changed and my outlook on everything changed. I was in a little bit of a funk, okay. funky town, depression. Not, yeah, not full on, but just I was low. And, and after all that work, doing all that work, and I mean, we did, we of course worked on other things too, but when you think about mindset, how fundamental it is, that was the greatest
0: Yeah. So you went there to try and help you, like maybe make lists or how to like you know business stuff, productivity, 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 yeah, just
1: stuff that's just like. "Mm,
0: But this took you way farther. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a big investment in yourself, like business coach, life coach. That's not cheap. Nope. Ah. It wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, and a year. Yeah. Wow. Because
1: I wanted it to stick. Okay. I wanted, I. I knew, I guess it's because I knew myself. I thought, oh, if I just do this for a couple months, it's not... I can do anything for a couple months, but uh-huh. can you do this for a year? Like, doing it for a year, then you're in that routine. You're in that pattern. Okay. Right? So. Of what, like, the positive aspects of the change. Whereas if you just do it a few times, I don't know. For me, it wouldn't stick the same way. Yeah.
0: and And how did you decide that you're worth it, like that your investment. I just investment felt
1: like it. I just knew it. I just thought, you know what? I am not living up to my potential. Okay. That's. I just, I felt that so strongly and deeply, and even though I was in a not a great place, I just knew, I knew that, mm-hmm. and I knew that that didn't feel good. Yeah. And I knew that I could probably change it. I didn't know how. Yeah. But I just thought, no, I'm meant for better things. Right.
0: And just watching lots of YouTube videos, which just wasn't going to cut it.
1: No, no. (laughs) There's something about putting your money down and, for me anyway, it's an investment. Uh And, you know, I didn't want to waste that. Yeah. And, you know, even though there were times where I was like, oh, this is hard and stressful. Yeah. I didn't want to quit, but there were just times when it was just harder, right? Yeah. Uh, Nope. I made an investment.
0: And did you go, like, once a week or once a month, or Uh, was that a...
1: Twice a a month.
0: Twice a month. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, because I've I've dabbled in that, and it totally is dabbled. I'd be, like, a couple meetings, and I was like, "Ah, I don't know if this is right. I mean, if this person is the right person for me... um, and that I thought I felt like really kind of scary like am I mm-hmm. going to be c- putting all my time and effort into something that won't you know result and mm-hmm. that that doubt of whether this is the right place for me to be you know making the sacrifice should I be doing it here or should I be going and taking you know some art class or some you yep. know like there's yep. so many ways to improve yeah <laughs> and so yeah I commend you on that that's pretty awesome and so, what is next for you, in your practice? Um, next. Yeah, you're working on a show. You said.
1: I'm working on a show uh, that opens in April at Christine. Klaassen next year. Gallery.
0: Nope. Or
1: sorry, May. 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 In May. This
0: May. Clausen is your last name. Yes. Who is Christine?
1: Christine and I aren't related.
0: Really? <laughs> no. Christine Cosson and I thought, Karen oh my Klausen. God, lucky her. She's got her sisters running a gallery. <laughs> no, we don't, we're not related. That is funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Where is that? Uh, so Christine that's Klausen. on 50th Ave. Okay. Okay. Um, All right, so I hope you enjoyed today's conversation with Karen and the music by Magic. Mama didn't raise no fool, and I think that was just perfect song for Karen. I don't know what she's into, but uh, the lyrics I think fit her just fine. Please uh, share and this podcast because it just helps artists in the community. I'm trying to reach out to as many people as possible, and I can't do it without your help. It's really hard to get your word out within the big, huge sea of podcast world. So if you like it, great. Thanks so much. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me an email to chat at burstandbloom.ca. Also, on the website, burstandbloom.ca, you can get some information on each artist that I interview, and if you are interested in putting your music on the podcast, please do reach out to me. I would love to play uh, work from artists that have heard the podcast and are interested in what I'm doing here. It's... A learning curve and i'm enjoying this journey so much i'm so glad you're come along with me again thanks so much and we'll chat with you next time get out your palace and go burst of moon baby.